Hello and welcome to episode number 14 from my microscope. This is Vanessa Crowlish and today I want to talk about what is a microscope. But not so much my microscope, like, you know, like what is a microscope? I'm going to talk about what is my Vanessa Crowlish microscope. So let me tell you a little bit about myself and why I started this podcast. I'm going to make my background really fast because one day I'll do another video about that. But my background is uh, finance, math. I have been an educational coach for a long time. I had my own tutoring center in Miami, Florida. And over, uh, yeah, a long time, basically I have been coaching um, students from the beginning of their careers all the way to the end, to their masters. So I have had students from all ages colors, races, anything, name it, I have had. So it has been an incredible job that I have had because basically I always felt that I was getting paid to learn. Now, I met so many people because um, I was basically a full-time uh, coach, to put it that way. So for example, if you had, I'm just putting an example, let's say that you had a, a class in finance, corporate finance or statistics, I will work with a student, we went class, and then we will do accounting. So I, I was able to build up relationships, intimate relationships. I'm going to say intimate when you, you kind of have like a nice relationship with a student when you work with them with more than one class. And I have to say it's 9.5 out of 10. My students will always say, let's do the next class together and so on. So I was able to meet people from different backgrounds. I was able to uh, do traveling because of my job, tutoring. And I can tell you that it has been incredible. Then I had Vera in 2016. And two years later, one day I was so happy and so motivated. And I was like, okay, I'm going to continue doing this. I basically sat down and just cried. <laughs> I guess this is like the hormones uh, talking when you have a baby. And I was just so overwhelmed because I think Vera was maybe like a year old and she was already in that stage of having everything. You have no sleep. You feel crap, like crap. And it was, you know, one of those moments. And I remember going to the mommy groups. And yes, you know, they were nice and all that, but I always felt that it was so weird to go every Tuesday or Thursday, whatever the day was. And every day I had to meet a different mom and talk about it. Ah, and when you meet a mom, <laughs> when you have a baby and you go to those mommy groups and you meet another mom, you have to, hey, how are you? And you really, you know, all what you talk about is what you both have in common, kids. So, you know, I, I, I was a little bit overwhelmed. And that's when I said, my husband and I, we were like, you know what, maybe we need a break. We, um, we had a hate math at that, at that time. And we had, you know, my husband does real estate. And we said, you know what, let's just take a year off and just do something completely different. I, that, that's what we did. So I left uh, 2018 to 2019 to China. And I taught in China. Um, and it was incredible. It was incredible. I was very homesick. I was, I wanted to come back, you know, big time from China. But when I was in China, not only I was able to, uh, you know, understand the education system, it was incredible. See the differences between, you know, how we teach our kids, how they teach their kids. Vera was able to go to a Montessori from China, which 
it, they're, by the way, they're just as expensive as they're here in the United States. But because I was making, uh, you know, four times more than a Chinese, because that's when you make when you teach uh, in China, people can make really good money when they teach in China. Then, what, well, I'm talking about Chinese money, not American money. Then, obviously, I was able to, you know, pay her, her daycare. It was really, really cool. Anyhow, going back to my podcast. I wanted to do something different. Uh, you know, we were in China. My husband was doing the YouTube and the whole thing. The podcast things had not become like such a big thing. Like I think 2019, that's when things, you know, started to people, everyone was like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. So anyhow, we come back from China. And at this point, I'm just having like a couple students coming back from China, you know, it was very stressful because when you come back from like another country, like literally like you have to start from zero <laughs> anywhere, your credit, your insurance, everything is like much more money because you are not here, whatever it is. Anyhow, going back to the podcast, I always felt like I wanted to do something different. So I did not have an Instagram at that time because, um, if you hate social media, I completely understand. I, you know, I'm one of those annoying people that I'm like, oh, call me for my birthday, don't text me. <laughs> Anyhow, and I shouldn't say that because I never call or text people unless I write it down, maybe like two or three people that should feel really happy that I do that because I never remember birthdays. But anyhow, I, I was like, you know what? I just want to do something different, but I didn't. Well, I went ahead and I opened a, an account called my EMAS tutor. And all what I did was doing math problems. I think when the pandemic hit, that also made me realize that, you know, math, actually, I use math as a, something to distress me. Because when you do, when you have to like set yourself to do a math problem, you cannot be interrupted. No, not be interrupted. Like I could do a math problem if people are talking and all that. But you really need to put your head on that and think like, oh, is this the right number? Let me just do it, make sure. So it's kind of like a really good distractor. And I felt that at that time, this is, this is the pandemic has not started at this point. I was like, you know what? Let me just start an Instagram. I had no idea what Instagram was. I mean, I had like my personal one, but not a business one. And I said, let me just try with my math tutor until I know, you know, what I'm going to do. At that time, I was like, oh, maybe I should just go ahead and do an online tutoring business and it would be great. And I said, oh, do I want to go back again to what I was complaining two years ago that I didn't want to deal with, you know, parents. And it, it just being an administrator on a tutoring center. And if you're the face and if you're the consultant, it's extreme. It's like a like like a, like someone that just comes every hour and just vents either for good or bad, but you have to constantly, you're literally like talking six, seven hours to seven parents or like to the friend of the friend, the parent that dropping off and you have to give them. So it is a job that requires a lot of talking. And I said, ah, well, I love to talk, but do I really want to talk doing math again for six, seven hours? Not only that, then there is already three and a half at this point. And I didn't have, you know, the same, um, Thing Montessori that I had in China because I was like, oh, I still was very uncomfortable with the idea of putting Vera into a daycare, to be honest with you, because I just didn't feel the need. I felt that everyone was doing it and they were like, oh, it's good for them to socialize and all that. But, I, you know, when I, when I grew up, I never went to a daycare and I was, that's a privilege. I get it. 
but there were moms that they just felt like they wanted it to do it because they don't want to do them. That's fine. And I completely respect that. But I just felt like I said, you know what? I, I love educating. Let me just take care of my own kid for right now that, you know, it, it could be a, a good thing. Obviously, a lot of moms were like, oh, how are they going to socialize? And blah, blah, blah. We talk about this in episode one. And I said, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. Um, COVID happened. And then there was a, a higher reason to do something. I was still stuck. This is like, you know, the pandemic starts, the whole thing. And of course, everything goes crazy. Everyone gets, you know, I think like, I think the good thing about the pandemic is that whatever thing you wanted to do, it was going to come out because the desperation and the talk and, you know, and, and, and the media getting everyone crazy. Then, then they were like horns. Remember the killing horns? It was just crazy. Then the FBI said there were aliens in the sky. Like it was just like, if, if I could describe this to someone in 10 years, they'll be like, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> but it was anyhow. And that's when I said, you know what? I need to do something. At the same time, I had that, that, that horrible relationship between mom and business person because you want to be a mom, but at the same time, you don't want to be a business person. You don't want to lose your identity as, as a professional. And it was hard because when you are around other moms, especially I'm, I'm older, I am older, I'm 40, and my daughter is going to be five. Yes, like in six months. <laughs> so she's like four and a half. And it's difficult for me to have a relationship sometimes with other moms that might be younger, they might have two kids because their routine is completely different. So, you know, that was the part that I was like, but wait a second, I love to talk, check. I know a lot of people, check. I know a lot of people will say yes if I ask, well, not not all of them, but I'm still trying to get everyone, check. And then I said, I am so sick because that was the other thing. I was so sick of looking at Instagram, those stupid posts, motivational fake posts that they have like Jeff Bezos, right? Like this and Jeff Bezos never gave up. You can do it. I was so tired. I was like, you don't need a motivational Monday every Monday to show Jeff Bezos with the money in the back and all of these people coaching to be millionaires and all that. It just... It just did not go well with me. And I said, I have to start something that is educational, that is fun and honest, raw. That's it. And then I said, and it has to be bilingual because most of the time I speak 30% one language. <laughs> I don't know where I speak. Something. I usually speak English the whole day because Peter, um, he, you know, he, he doesn't speak Spanish, but if I'm with my fr Venezuelan friends or like my Cuban, no Cuban friends, Miami friends, because I have a lot of uh, friends from Miami that we just speak Spanglish. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it bilingual because I never realized that there is a huge bilingual community that just like me, one for their kids to be bilingual. And that's basically why this is the podcast, My Micro School, because here you're going to learn about, uh, I'm going to try to get as many good topics as I can, only for business, for months. So 
I want this to be a place where you're like, I don't want to think about anything, but I want to learn something. So maybe you will learn something about moms. Maybe you will learn something about music. Maybe you will learn something about, um, you know, behavior. I have, um, I have done already up to 13 podcasts and I have brought, you know, the experts that I know that are closest to me. But my goal is just to make more of these videos that I'm making, instructional videos. Um, I want to talk more about this podcast. We talk to other people and this is who I am. Welcome. This is Vanessa Graulish and this is my micro school. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you can also watch uh, my episodes on YouTube and thank you so much.